following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network. For a full list of our shows, as well as breaking sports news and engaging feature stories, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com. Welcome to The Leftovers, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Network, with Josh Dunn, Anshu Khanna, and Dan Bauer. Hello and welcome to The Leftovers on Friday, October 12th. I alone am Dan Bauer, unfortunately no Josh Dunn or Anshu Khanna, so we're going to do something a little differently today. Quick little solo show to get you into the weekend. Big news, obviously, Thursday Night Football, and the New York Football Giants are dead. 34-13 to for the Giants. They fall to 1-5, officially out of it. Philly with the comeback game they needed. Carson Wentz with the comeback game he needed. Gets back to 3-3, three and three, and all of a sudden, this Eagles team is right back in contention. So, as I mentioned, Carson Wentz goes 36, 26 for 36. Three TDs looked absolutely phenomenal, and this New York Giants team looked exactly the opposite. Turns out when you draft... A running back at number two overall, and when you should have maybe taken a quarterback or an offensive lineman or anything to help that team, it is no good news for you. I expect the Giants to have another very good pick this year. Like I said, one in five. Odell Beckham, the other big news, walks off the field with a couple seconds left uh, before halftime goes into the locker room, even though the Giants were had one more play. Shermer came out and said that he needed an IV. He was dehydrated. Uh, but obviously we all know Odell's past and whether that's true, I don't know if anybody really buys it. You got to feel bad for Pat Shermer. This team is a pile of garbage and he's got to try to quarterback it, but um, lots of NFL football to talk about this weekend. As always, we'll do a little bit of preview since I'm the only one. Let's start right with my Browns, Browns chargers, the three and two chargers coming into Cleveland against the two, two and one Browns Uh, Cleveland minus one. So, who would have thought? Uh, obviously, the home field adds a couple points to that. But I don't know if anybody at the start of this year would have expected the Browns to be home favorites against anybody, uh, let alone the the very talented Chargers team. So uh, another home game for Cleveland. Baker getting more and more comfortable. Uh, this should be an absolute shootout. I don't necessarily think the Browns are able going to be able to come out with a win, but this Chargers team is one that is another one we've talked a lot about. There's a handful of teams that are just – Really tough to figure out, and I think the Chargers are one of those. Um, you know, get throttled by the Rams. Obviously, a very good team. Barely beat the 49ers as the head scratcher, uh, and with uh, a tough loss to the Chiefs. So, uh, a very good team, and I think this is maybe where a little bit of the Browns uh, mojo comes to an end. But I said that uh, last week, and I was dead wrong. So, uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, the other. Uh, going down the list of games, we got the Falcons three-point favorites against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the one and four Falcons again. This is another must-win if they fall to one and five, uh, just like the Giants put them in that same category of this season being absolutely dead. Uh, the the Buccaneers. I was coming off that bye week. Uh, it will be a really really interesting game uh, for them. Jameis Winston back in that starting quarterback role. Uh, that should be a very, very interesting game. How is Jameis? Is he is he rusty? 
what to expect out of that. I think the Falcons come out of, out of this with a win. I think they'll get to two and four. Still a very big climb to get back in the playoffs. But with with uh, probably a struggling Jameis back, I think the Falcons will be able to take care of business. Panthers take on the Redskins. Redskins, after a very, 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 very extremely tough loss uh, coming off that absolute throttling. So uh, that'll they are actually one-point favorites in that one. I think that is a very big stretch. I will take the Panthers uh, to cover, and I'll take the Panthers straight up on that one. I think that's an extremely generous line. Uh, so if you're looking for your leftovers guaranteed bet of the week, uh, let's take the Panthers over the Redskins. Uh, Raiders, Seahawks uh, as well. Team coming off of tough losses, uh, the Seahawks to the Rams and the Oakland Raiders to the Chargers. Uh, so bounce back games is going to need to be for both of them. Uh, the question for this Oakland team is, can they do anything other uh, than barely win a football game against the Cleveland Browns? Uh, that'll be a tough one to watch. Seahawks need to win to get to three and three and keep, uh, not even really keep pace, but just keep relevant uh, in a to potentially try to get a wild card. The division is away from them at this point. So uh, following up the couple of the other afternoon games, we got Jets-Colts. Uh, Jets are two-and-a-half-point favorites on that one. Uh, Vikings-Cardinals, Minnesota, 10-point favorites over that one. Uh, I'll, I'll that's a, t 10 points is a lot, but that Cardinals team, uh, Josh Rosen is hopefully going to continue to improve if you're a Cardinals fan, uh, but that is going to be a long year for the rest of the year. In Arizona, so take the Vikings on that one, trying to uh, at least take a, a, a share uh, or take run away with a lead in the NFC North. That division we've talked a lot about, obviously very stacked. Uh, Bengals Steelers, this is going to be a big one for all my AFC North fans out there. Cincinnati one and a half points favorites. Uh, I know Josh will be watching this one intently. Hopefully, we can get his uh, reaction next week on this one. But I know he's disappointed that he can't talk trash on the Steelers, so I'll do that for them. The continued absence of Le'Veon Bell, the absolute uh, locker room debacles that are going on in Steelers country. I expect the Bengals to win, and I expect the Bengals to win by a lot more than a point and a half. So uh, big bets on the Bengals. That'll be our, our second leftovers guarantee of the week. Steelers 2-2-1, two, two and one, absolutely needing a win to keep pace. If they go to 2-3-1 and one with the Bengals at 5-1, and one, that is going to be a very, very difficult hold to climb out of. I know I've used that a couple of times now, uh, but with the, the Browns playing well, the Ravens playing well, if you're the Steelers, you cannot go to two, three, and one and expect to win this division. Bills, Texans, and your snoozer game of the weekend, Houston 10-point favorites, both two and three. We'll see who comes out on top of that one. We have Bears-Dolphins as the final early game of the day. This is really a, a game we've talked a lot about the Dolphins as needing to prove who you are. Uh, Bears team at 3-1 and one coming off the bye. Dolphins at 3-2. and two. Uh, This should be a, a fun one to watch. Overall, uh, if, you're, if you're Miami, this is a game you have to win. Uh, some tough losses here recently. Uh, you get beat by the Bengals. You get beat by the Patriots. You need a win to show you're still relevant. I think... If we get uh, if you get a loss from the Dolphins here, I think this officially proves Anshu's point that this is a pretender and not a contender. Bears obviously coming off some really big wins, uh, beating beating the Buccaneers, uh, uh, barely beating the Cardinals uh, over the Seahawks. I mean they are just rolling at this point. So uh, if you're if you're the uh, Chicago Bears, you've got to feel good going into this one. Uh, in terms of the late games, we have Broncos Rams. Uh, if you, I don't think anyone expects this to be close at all. The Rams, uh, seven-point favorites, and I think that's even being generous. Titans, Ravens, 
another game that's a little bit of a prove-it. This Titan team has been up and down all year. I don't even think we need to uh, go over this one again. I mean, we've talked about it on multiple shows. The Titans team shows up sometimes and absolutely disappears on other times. If you're this Ravens team, again, similar to the Steelers at 3-2, and two, you need to keep pace. You need to get a win if you are going to contend with Cincinnati, especially if the Bengals get a win. Cowboys-Jags, uh, the 3-2 and two Jags, the 2-3 and three Cowboys, Jacksonville three-point favorites. Uh, I think that that's, should be a little bit more. Uh, this Cowboys team, again, continuing with the, the theme of just absolutely up-and-down teams. Uh, Jaguars, you know, expect to get a big win on this one. Uh, they're coming off. Uh, a, a tough loss to the Chiefs, a uh, big win over the Jets, and uh, the, the loss to the Jaguars before that. I mean, again, another team. This is You can't imagine that the Jacksonville Jaguars are pretenders, but if they lose this game, I think they slip into that pretender category. So keep an eye out on that one. Uh, that should be a fun one. And then the Sunday night game, we have Chiefs-Pats in what is likely, uh, at least according to me, your AFC preview preview game, ABC championship preview game. So New England, three and a half point favorites. And this Patriots team is now actually coming into form. We've talked about it when they struggled early in the year. Uh, you know, let's talk when the weather starts to get cold. So uh, two touchdown win against the Colts and absolutely throttled the Dolphins before that, uh, before their tough loss to the Lions. Uh, but I think the last two games are really who New England is. And those first couple uh, is was just a just a warm up for him. So Kansas City 5-0. and I don't necessarily expect that to continue. I think this is going to be a really good game. I think this is going to be a fun one. Uh, this is going to be your best game of the week. That's why it, it's on Sunday night. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. If you had to, if I had to make a prediction, uh, you know what? I actually will. I'll say Chiefs come out on top, uh, but it'll be a close one. For sure cover. Uh, so for sure cover and maybe win it outright. Sticking with football real quick before we start talking some October baseball. Wanted to at least mention a little bit of college football because I know we don't do that a lot on the show, but I am really looking forward to Georgia LSU. Georgia team 6-0, second ranked in the country. LSU, uh, 13th ranked. And really, I think, needing a win to to prove they're still a contender for that for a college football championship. Uh, tough loss to, to Florida last or. Yeah, last weekend, um, and so that should be a really fun one. So keep an eye on that. Three thirty on CBS, Georgia LSU, uh, and now it's time to get to baseball. I know I've been really uh, anxious to talk about this, and you guys know I myself and Anshu are the big baseball guys. So uh, I know Josh is disappointed; he is going to be missing out on this conversation. Uh, but we definitely want to talk some October baseball. We get it started in the NLCS tonight. Clayton Kershaw, Gio Gonzalez uh, for game one of the NLCS. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, obviously, you all know he's had some struggles in the playoffs, but the past couple years has just looked extremely well, uh, and, and I expect that to con- continue. I think this is the, the year you see absolutely premier Clayton Kershaw throughout the playoffs. He looks tremendous. Uh, the velocity maybe not quite as much there as it has been previously, but the spin rate is up. And that everything he throws just looks absolutely nasty. Uh, and Gio Gonzalez uh, taking taking him on. Uh, he he's not great in the postseason. Six point five seven ERA in his last po- last three postseason starts. Uh, I think this is a win for the Dodgers. And unfortunately, I think this series overall is where the run, magical run for the Brewers ends. At some point in October. The better team just wins, and that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Magical run for the Brewers. I don't think, you know, while we talked about them all year as a team that could contend, I don't think anybody really necessarily thought that they were 
uh, going to make a World Series run, and I expect, like I said, I expect that to continue. Uh, the next couple matchups, you have Hinjin Ryu uh, against Wade Miley on Saturday, and then Sunday night, um, they will be off. So those are your two NSCS games. Uh, over to the American League, Justin Verlander and Chris Sale square off on Saturday for game one of the ALDS. Uh, that, or ALCS, I'm sorry. Uh, that game is going to be absolute must-watch television. We saw how the Houston Astros just absolutely throttled the Indians. Red Sox-Yankees a little bit closer, but at the end, uh, just absolutely dominated. So you're going to see an absolute duel of two of the best pitchers in baseball, Justin Verlander, Chris Sale, 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Can't wait for that one. The interesting, the most interesting part and the part I want to talk about, David Price is still going to get a start. The fact that Garrett Cole is going to, Pitch against David Price. Garrett Cole has to be absolutely licking his chops. David Price is 0 and 9 in his last 10 playoff starts. He hasn't won 10 playoff starts 0 and 9 with a 6.03 ERA. If you're Boston, there is no reason why he should be pitching a ALCS game against anybody, let alone Garrett Cole. We saw what he did against the Indians through an absolute gen, uh, one run and three hits uh, in game two of the ALCS. Boston, stop. Like, stop trying to be cute with it. I know you're paying David Rice a ton of money. You cannot keep having him pitch in big games. Expect Boston to lose here. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, it, it's a 1-1 series uh, going back to Houston. And is anybody's ballgame after that? I expect the Houston Astros to win this series. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be six or seven games. Uh, but the fact that David Price is, is pitching in that big spot, in theory, if he's pitching game two, that means he's going to maybe pit, pitch game six or seven. I mean, that's two losses there. And this Houston Astros team is too good. We talked a lot about it of the uh, in the Indians Astros series, the whole your stars have to be stars thing. And it, David Price is never going to be a star for you in the playoffs. And unless he does show up, unless he throw all of a sudden flips everything around, figures it all out against the Houston Astros, there's two losses right there off the bat. And this Astros team, like I said, is too good. Everybody's hitting up and down their lineup. Uh, they did as the Indians. It wasn't just their stars were stars. Everybody was their stars. I expect that to continue to roll. Um, so we will obviously talk more about that when we get the whole crew back together next week of where we are at in that process. Uh, but should be a fun weekend of football and baseball for you all. I know the show is going to be a little bit shorter here, uh, but since it's just uh, one of me, we'll let you guys get to your weekend. I'll do my O, by the way, real quick, uh, and then we'll let you guys get out of here. But a name that a lot of people know if you're anyone around our age, Chili Davis is a name you remember from your childhood. Currently the Cubs hitting coach uh, until about uh, a day ago. So Chili Davis has been fired by the Cubs for his uh, from his role as a hitting coach. Uh, so a sad day for anybody who wants some childhood nostalgia thinking about Chili Davis hitting baseballs. As always, we appreciate you guys. Thank Listen to the leftovers. Keep doing those awesome five-star ratings, reviewings. Tell your friends. Spread the word. We really, really appreciate it. We've had a great run lately, and it's thanks to all of you. It's been a lot of fun. We do it for you guys, uh, so keep it up. For uh, the missing on Shikana and Josh Dunn, I'm Dan Bauer. We'll catch you guys next week.